Welcome to the Harlan Highway. To the Harlan Highway. To the Harlan Highway. Hey, this is Harland Williams on the Harland Highway. And do you get like I do? Do you get panic attacks? And I don't mean from everyday life. I mean when you're driving and all of a sudden from out of nowhere, four fire trucks or an ambulance or a cop car pulls up behind you out of nowhere you look in your rearview mirror there's lights flashing there's people swerving there's the big truck speeding at you and everyone around you kind of goes into this weird what do i do where do i go what i i think i'm supposed to pull over to the right and people are like pulling and stopping and you're panicking and you're how many of you have almost crashed But I'm not going to lie to you people, man. I age about 12 years every time a a convoy of fire trucks comes up behind me or a a squad of cop cars or an ambulance. I mean, I'm just, you know, driving along, humming to my uh, Led Zeppelin, and all of a sudden uh, it's like a circus is coming through town. I'm like, ah! Do I pull over to the right? Do I pull over to the left? Do I stop in the middle of the intersection? Do I turn around? Should I pull a U-turn? Maybe I'll light myself on fire. They can pull over and put me out. Ah, I'm so confused. I'm having a panic attack. Ah. Total meltdown, right? And everyone around you, too, they're driving like it's, it's like all of a sudden you're driving on a road in the Dominican Republic. There's no street lights. There's no rules. There's no stop signs. The free for all. It's like you're at the uh, the Derby, the Smash Up Derby. Everyone's just like pulling every which way but loose, driving up on the sidewalk, slamming on the brakes. But then the smart thing to do to calm yourself is right when that last fire truck goes by, man, you pull out and you drift right in its wake. You get right behind it, man, and you just fly down the road. Well, all those other people are slowly pulling out from the curb again. Oh, the fire trucks are gone. I guess we can inch our way back out. Yeah, well, they're well, they're slowly making their way back to the road. Uh-uh. You just zoom out. Join the convoy, man. Watch how fast you get down the street. That's the only positive residual effect of my panic attacks. Thank you, fire department. Keep on saving lives. Get the defibrillators, because I just had a heart attack when you showed up in my rearview mirror here on the Harland Highway. Woo! Oh, yeah. Wow. The, uh, the police, ambulance, and fire trucks of our cities and towns and rural communities and farm country. Um, you know, I got to be honest. If I if I drove one of those vehicles, if I was uh, an ambulance driver or a cop, and let me ask you this. Wouldn't, wouldn't you just turn on the siren just for the hell of it? You know, even when there's no emergency, let's say you just, you know, you're on your lunch break, and if you sat in traffic, it would take you 
18 minutes to get over to your favorite drive through right? But if you just flicked on that little siren and, you know, flashing lights, tell me you wouldn't be at the drive through in about three and a half minutes. I think you'd have to do it at least once. Just just use that power, man. The power of the of the flashing lights and the siren. Yeah, we got a uh, we got a Big Mac emergency. We got some small fries on the side. Yeah, we got to uh, we got to get some uh, we got to get a frosty milkshake. Woo, 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 woo. Get on that speaker. Get out of the way. Place emergency. Chicken McNugget large fries emergency. Quarter pounder with cheese. Big Mac and Taco Bell Grande emergency. Please get your vehicles to the side of the road. Woo, 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 woo. Supersize your vehicle to the side of the road. Woo, 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 woo. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I'd do it, man. I would use that siren for everything, man. If I saw like a a, a bird fly in front of my window. Woo, woo, get out of my way. Ah, ah, ah. Anything. Just for fun. Just to scare people. And don't you get scared when you're the one getting pulled over? Right? It's like you, you could be an angel. You could be Mother Teresa. You could be uh, Pope John Paul the 29th or however many of them there are. And there's just something so intimidating about that that those flashing lights and and the cop car and the impending doom. Like the minute you you, you get pulled over, you get that, that the butterflies in your stomach start flying and you you get all nervous and your brain's racing. You're like, Okay, where did I bury the bodies? No, no, I've never killed anyone. Okay, well what about the house I lit on fire? No, I've never done that. Okay, don't tell them don't tell them about the car you stole. Uh, wait a minute, I've never done that. Wait, I've never done anything. But you immediately go into guilt mode, right? Because <laughs> you're just it's just guilty by association. They're pulling me over. I must have done something. Oh my god, who did I kill this time? Wait. Wait a minute, I'm I'm a pastor over at St. Timothy's. Shiver me timbers. I do the Lord's work. Why should the officer be pulling me over then? On a fine, fine day like this. Here you go, officer. Have a potato. Well, I'd much rather have some chicken McNuggets. Well, then let me go with you to McDonald's, son. Excellent idea, father. Woo, 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 woo. Anyways. <laughs> and then you're always fumbling for your stuff, right? You go through the glove compartment. Uh, license and registration, please. And you're like, oh, my God. It, it's, it's like someone just asked you to do a jigsaw puzzle. Your mind goes all crazy, right? You, you open your wallet that you've opened a million times, and all of a sudden you're like fumble fingers. You're like, oh, oh okay, my license. Um, where is it? Oh, my God. You start fumbling through all your, your library card and your blockbuster card, and for some reason it's always the last card you find just when the cops pull you over. Hey, it's here somewhere, officer. You're reaching into all the folds of your wallet and flipping through your purse, and it's right there in front of you, but you get all panicky. Registration, please, too, ma'am. Oh, yes, officer. Then you pull open that uh, glove compartment, right, that you, you never open. 
And it's just full of like, there's a loaf of moldy bread in there. And there's like ketchup from the fast. Those little packets of ketchup are all over. I know it's in here somewhere, sir. Let, let me see if I can find it. Hang on. Oh, wait a minute. Is that it? No. You got receipts in there and you got you got uh, papers and you got all kinds of crap in there. Hang on, officer. Do you mind if I do a little origami while, while I'm looking? Look at that, a swan. It's crazy. And then finally you find it. You go, oh, here it is, officer. And he's like, yes, ma'am, this is your registration. Well, good. It's from 1957. It expired 62 years ago. Oh, hold on. Let me get the other. Forget it, ma'am. Why don't you just uh, speed on home and get the hell out of my face? Thank you, officer. I thought I'd see it your way. Here, have a, have a panda. Thank you for the origami, ma'am. And some of the dumbasses these cops have to deal with, right? You ever hear some of these dumbass 911 calls? You know what? Why don't we play one right now? One of these dumbass 911 calls and, and see how tough it is to work in law enforcement when they have to deal with us, the commoners, the public, the humans that ain't all that smart sometimes. Check it out here on the Harland Highway. Hi, um... I'm at the corner of Pleasant Hill and John Young Parkway. I'm in a Walgreens parking lot, and my car will not start. I'm locked inside my car. I cannot open my car. I can't get the windows down. Nothing electrical works. And it's, it's getting very hot in here, and, I, and I'm, I'm not feeling well. I, I need some help. Just... just are you able to pull the lock up on the door and open the door? You should be able to just pull the lock up even if it's electrical. I've tried. Oh, okay, okay. All right, I got that going. Okay. So are you able to get out the car now? Yes, I got the door open. Okay. All righty. Uh, I'll, I'll see if I can get AAA or something. Okay, thank you. Wow. Can you believe it? Locked in her car. Doesn't realize all you have to do is pull up the lock. And the scary part is, people, this person has a valid driver's license. (laughs) That person's out there driving around at over 20 miles an hour. They don't know how to open their door and step out of their car and they're driving. I mean, what are they going to do when they get to a, a street light? Where there's those three confusing lights and all the colors. Uh, yeah, 911, I'm at the um, intersection, and the lights keep changing colors. Is there, Are they broken? Like, wh- why are they? What colors are they, ma'am? Well, the first it's green, and then it goes yellow, and then it's red. And what, is it Christmas around here, or what? Ma'am, those are the street lights. Well, why are they... Wh- Why aren't they just one color? I don't understand. I've been sitting here for almost three and a half weeks. I'm getting hungry. Ma'am, when the light turns green, you can drive. Oh. And when it turns yellow, you you kind of slow down. Okay. What about the red? Well, you stop, ma'am. 
Well, I that I'm stopped now. What color is the light now, ma'am? It's yellow. No, it's green. Okay, you can go, ma'am. Okay, thank you so much for clearing this all up. You're welcome, ma'am. And Merry Christmas. It's the middle of summer, ma'am. I know, but all the festive lights, you know, happy holidays. Same to you, ma'am. Have a good day. Thank you. Wow. Oh, but don't worry. It gets worse, man. It gets a lot worse. You want to hear more? You want to hear how dumb we get? You're going to love this one, man. Check this 911 call out where this dumbass just, I won't even explain it anymore. Have a listen. Sheriff's Department, how can I help you? Yeah, I'm over here. I'm over here at Burger King, right here in San Clemente. Mm-hmm. Um, no, not San Clemente. I'm sorry. Um, I live in San Clemente. I'm in Laguna Niguel, I think that's where I'm at. Uh-huh. I'm at a drive-through right now. Uh-huh. I had, I ordered my food three times. They're mopping the floor inside, and I understand they're busy. They're not even busy. Okay, I've been the only car here. I asked them four different times to make me a Western barbecue burger. Okay, they keep giving me a hamburger with lettuce, tomato, and cheese, onions, and I said, I'm not leaving. Uh-huh. I want a Western burger because I just got my kids from Taekwondo. They're hungry. I'm on my way home, and I live in San Clemente. Uh-huh. Okay, she, said, she gave me another hamburger. It's wrong. I said four times. I said, I want it. She goes, can you go out and park in front? I said, no. I want my hamburger right. So then the, the lady came to the manager, she, or whatever, whoever she is, she came up and she said, um, she said, um, do you want your money back? And I said, no, I want my hamburger. My kids are hungry and I have to jump on the toll freeway. I said, I am not leaving this spot. And I said, I will call the police because I want my Western burger done right. Now, is that so hard? Okay, what exactly is it you want us to do for you? I send the officers down here. I want, I want them to make me right. Like... Ma'am, we're not going to go down there and enforce your Western bacon cheeseburger. What am I supposed to do? This is this is between you and the manager. This, we're not going to go enforce how to make a hamburger. That's why that's not a criminal issue. There's there's, there's nothing criminal. So I just there. stand here. So I just sit here. And you walk. you need to calmly and rationally speak to the manager and figure out what to do between you. She did come up and I said, "Can I please have my Western burger?" She she said, "I'm not dealing with." She walked away because they're mopping the floor and it's all full of suds and they don't want to run. They don't want to go through there and and, and, and ma'am. Then I suggest you get your money back and go somewhere else. This, 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 is, this is not a criminal issue. We can't go out there and, and make them make you a cheeseburger the way you want it. Well, that is, that, you're supposed to be here to protect me. Well, what are we protecting you from, a wrong cheeseburger? No. It's is just this a, like, is this a harmful cheeseburger or something? I don't understand what you want us to do. Well, just come down here. I'm, I'm not leaving. No, ma'am, I'm not sending the deputies down there over a cheeseburger. You need to go in there and act like an adult and either get your I money back and go home. Stop acting like an adult herself. I'm sitting here in my car. I just want them to make my kid a, a, a Western burger. Ma'am, this is what I suggest. I suggest you get your money back from the manager and you go on your way home. Okay. Okay? okay. Bye-bye. Oh, are you kidding me? Are you effing kidding me? And I think you know what the effing means. Um... We are not going to enforce your Western bacon cheeseburger. (laughs) Oh, my God. I love how calm and cool she is. How do you not snap at people like that, man? Man, we are not going to enforce your bacon Western cheeseburger. Can you imagine if that's what the police did? SWAT team arrives at a Burger King. (laughs) Everybody freeze. Come out of the building.
Come out of the building with your Western bacon cheeseburger over your head. Keep both your burgers in the air. This is the SWAT team. Freeze. Everybody freeze. Put down the curly fries. Put down the curly fries and step backwards. Put down the shamrock shake and move away from the building. Move. Good Lord. This chick wanted the cops to come and help her get the right burger. I mean, these guys, they got to get fed up, right? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do one last 911 call for you. And this is a guy that probably got so bored with the job or just needed to find a way to break the monotony or probably had one too many stupid calls like this that he just kind of like decided to have a little fun with it. And um, check out this quick little 911 call here on the Harland Highway. Twelve-year-old is completely out of control, and I, I can't I physically. If she's as big as I am, I can't control her. Okay, did you want us to come over to shoot her? Are you there? Excuse me. Uh, that's a joke. Okay, so who are you? What is your name? Mike Forbes. Okay, that's not funny, Mike. I'm sorry. What, I'm going to file a formal complaint. Against... I don't blame you a bit. <laughs> Mike Forbes. <laughs> the way he said it. He just sounded so busted, didn't he? Like, just all the air went out of it. What is your name? Mike Forbes, and my career is over. <laughs> you got to love it, though, man. You know, this lady's whining that her kid's too fat, and he's like, what do you want us to do, come over and shoot her? <laughs> hey, you know what? You shoot the kid, then you got a legitimate 911 call. <laughs> 911, how may we help you? Uh, yes, I'd like to report a shooting. Okay, what happened, ma'am? Well, I called 911 earlier and said something really retarded. <laughs> yes, ma'am. And so um, I shot my kid. <laughs> yes, because the 911 guy um, advised that, that we shoot him, so I told him to come over and shoot him. <laughs> yes. And so now we got a shot kid because I called you in the first place. Excellent, ma'am. Have you thought about shooting yourself? Oh, that's a good idea. Hold on. Thank you very much, ma'am. Ma'am? Hello? Ma'am? All right, we got another one, boys. Yeah! Woo! 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 Yeah! That'd be funny if these guys, you know, were collecting bounty on dumbasses. Oh, they'd have a whole warehouse filled, I'll tell you. There's a lot of those, man. A lot of those. Oh, God. Look, all you 911 retards, okay? And I hate to use that word, but what else can I say? You know, just figure out the simple things in life. Don't be calling 911 because you can't find your hairbrush. Let the good folks of law enforcement get their jobs done, okay, and concentrate on rounding up the bad boys. Go get your own damn cheeseburger and uh, let our police do their police work. Getting all them bad, bad boys off the street. Bad boys, bad boys, what you gonna do? 
Harland Williams with you on the Harland Highway. And do you ever watch the news and you see these jackasses that uh, try to outrun the cops? But not on the street, man. I'm talking about these guys that uh, try to outrun the cops at night. Okay? And they get the helicopters overhead with the infrared vision and the heat sensors. And they got this light that's like, it's like Carnegie Hall. It's this bright, bright spotlight, and these guys jump out of their cars while they're moving, and they start running down the road and through neighborhoods, and inevitably, they always get caught. They get surrounded by 9,000 cops, and they, but most of them, this is the reaction. They just dive on the ground, put their hands behind their head, and give up. But let's face it. You're obviously going to jail for a long time. You stole a car. You robbed a bank. Whatever. It's kind of your last shot at glory. You're spending the rest of your days behind bars. Wouldn't you want to, in that last moment, since you got the spotlight on you, and you got a captive live audience, the whole world's watching live on TV, this crazy car chase, wouldn't you want to take that last moment to make a curtain call? And instead of flopping on the ground and giving up with your hands on your head, wouldn't you just want to, like... Stand in the spotlight with your chest out. Put your hand in the air and look up to the television cameras and the helicopter and the light beaming down. Your body glowing, bathing in the beautiful spotlight. And you just do your finale. Touch me. There's no reason to feel me. You know, just break into some kind of musical song or opera. Then you get shot. I mean, just don't lay down and die, man. You've got your final moment. Take it. That's all I'm saying. When you're in the spotlight, take it. Or if you're on the Harland Highway, stuff it. With me, Harlan Williams. <laughs> yeah, I mean, come on, man. Like, treat that moment of glory like it's your own uh, primetime special, right? It's like, uh, you know, Farrah Fawcett, when she had the cancer, she had that, that special and... You know, there's a big sporting event, they have a special, or, uh, you know, there's an after-school special, or there's, you know, some big broadcast event, the uh, State of the Union Address, you know, they they dump all the other feed, right? It's It's that moment, they get rid of all their programmed shows, all their scheduled shows, and they always dump away for big, big events, car chases, news flashes. So there you go. You're on NBC, Fox, ABC. That That's the cool thing about these car chases is every network picks them up. Now, when, when you're watching a hit show on television, you're not watching like um, Lost or Friends or Seinfeld or uh, The Hills or whatever the hell you watch. Two Men and a Baby or whatever that Charlie Sheen show is. 
You don't watch them simultaneously on every network. But when you do a crime and you go on a nice car chase, man, you you own the networks. And I plural, you own them all. This fall on Fox TV, coming to NBC this fall, CBS proudly presents Harlan Williams in Car Chase. Yeah, man. Prime time special. I just wish you got some of those prime time advertising dollars, man. It's what uh, corporations should start to do is get uh, sponsorship. <laughs> right? Get sponsorship for these uh, these car chases. Like scout the scout the uh, criminal jails, scout all the uh, penitentiaries, and and find these car chase guys, and uh, just you know slap a Coca Cola logo on the side of their Ford Pinto, or uh, a Tide logo on the side of a a minivan, right? Or Depends diaper logo or something. And then just send them off. Slip them a few bucks. Send them off on a three-hour car chase. Oh, my God. I mean, look, the, 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 the stock cars do it. The Formula One cars, the Indy 500, they're plastered with logos. They're just going around in a circle, lulling you to sleep. You know, maybe a few hundred thousand people watch. You know, it's on ESPN or the Sports Network or Versus. But, man, you put your, your logo on one of these car chase cars, you got all the networks. Prime time. Watching your product wail down the road. See, I'm a marketing genius. But, you know, I should know all about cars and things like that because, you know, you I am on the Harlan Highway. And so... That's what I deal in, motor traffic. And you, I deal with you, mostly with you. And on that note, I want to say thank you for driving down the Harland Highway with me. I hope you had fun. Um, thanks for coming out to the show. I'm having a blast. Um, tell your friends. Send them a link. Tune them into harlandwilliams.com. Get them subscribed. Onto the Harland Highway. The more people I can gather, the more fun this is, the more feedback we get, the more we build and build until the highway is so crowded that you can't even move and you're sitting there in the sweltering heat and you're like, what happened to the days when there was only six or seven cars on this highway? <clears throat> Takes me seven hours to get home now. No, no, there'll be none of that. It's always going to be fast and fun and furious. So, um, until next time, don't get into any police chases. Keep the pedal to the metal and keep it right here on the Harland Highway. Chicken chow mein, baby. Ma'am, we're not going to go down there and enforce your Western bacon cheeseburgers.